0: This is Dominic, wedding DJ.
1: And this is Serena, wedding planner.
0: And together we are The The Wedding wedding Duo. Duo. We are here to talk all things weddings.
1: Planning a wedding can be stressful, but we are here to help.
0: So before you say, that's it, we're going to Vegas, don't go to Vegas.
1: Let's have some fun.
0: Join us as we answer your wedding questions and help navigate planning one of the biggest days of your life with The The Wedding wedding duo. Duo.
1: And we're back for another episode of the Wedding Duo podcast. Hello. Hello.
0: Hello out there, people (laughs) in listening land.
1: (laughs) Oh, and I really hope you're not watching this episode on YouTube. I mean, I hope you listen and watch all our episodes, but I'm a hot mess today. I just can't (laughs) rolled out of bed, came in to record the podcast. It's terrible.
0: Well, we got a lot going on like we do.
1: We do. We're moving. We've got events happening we're going to denver this weekend yeah
0: that's the event it's not just an event it's a travel event which is brings its own unique challenges to a not oh, challenges
1: way. but just yeah challenges extra <clears throat> extra stuff
0: we travel when it's a driving traveling that's different because i can bring all my own gear but traveling makes me nervous to use other rented gear
1: yeah i mean it's a thing we use the it's a thing we bring the nice stuff, the microphones, the boards, stuff like that. But um, the big things like the speakers and speaker stands and such, we can't carry those on. But a
0: good mic coming out of a bad speaker, is, <laughs> it's it's, true. it's a whole system and needs to work together. And true. when we were in New York, the speakers were okay. I rented three speakers, expecting one of them to be bad. And sure enough, I swapped one of them out. But the speaker stands, they were so bad. And for those of you out there that have ever had it, but if you if the speaker stand is stripped and you can't tighten it, it doesn't work. And, and it's it wasn't dangerous. Just that. It's dangerous. That's a heavy speaker up there on this little toothpick of a, a, pole. Of a pole. yeah. <laughs> and so I remember, I don't remember this, but I'm like, I mean, what am I going to do? They wouldn't, they wouldn't stand up. So I MacGyvered the bejesus out of the thing. I found right. two little screws that were in the back of the rental, rental car, car and I put them in the, the holes that were there for the, you have a little tone thing you're supposed to like a little thing you're supposed to put through to hold the speaker, right. but it wasn't there, of course. The pin. The pin. So I put in two of these things and I gaff taped it there and I'm like. Okay. I walked away slowly. Like nobody breathe. Nobody breathe on the speaker. Oh that's Oh my gosh. It's so scary. I'm going to have them pulled back further than usual because for that reason, because people tend to trip on my speaker stands, but my speaker stands are good. They can hit that thing. It'll like wobble, wobble and it's fine. But
1: yeah, no, it's scary, but we're excited. We're so excited. We're going to get on the plane. We're going to leave the kids at home and we are flying to Denver for a wedding. It's exciting. By the Fair. time this
0: comes out, we'll have already done the wedding. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> so we can follow up later. Um, but today's topic is is great. You know you got we love to talk about music. I mean,
0: obviously, it's a music category.
1: It's a music kind of day. So we're going to talk about the spotlight dances today. So, like your first dance, parent first dance, parent dances. Uh, when to do them? Um, what types of songs you want to use? Length of dance? All yeah, that and things.
0: Heavy on the parent dances. Heavy on the parent a- dances. That can be a tricky one for the dynamics involved, the personalities involved, the songs involved. It's a, a, it tends to be a challenging part for the couples through this process, the music process, right? Well,
1: and I think it tends to be um, difficult for the parents too, right? Like sometimes depending on your like family dynamic, there's expectations out there, Um, like I imagine that, you know, parents have a certain vision of what they think maybe is going to happen at the wedding. And then if the couple doesn't match that vision, it can be challenging, right? Like, yeah, because as parents ourselves, we've always said like, oh, we dream of the day we're going to do our dance with our little ones. But what if your kids, you know, don't have that kind of, yeah, you know, so we always
0: say it's your day. But what if, like, I dream of dancing with Lily someday on the dance floor. But if she's like, oh, no, we're not doing that, dad. I'm like, (laughs) Hey, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. And then she'll play it back. You always say, It's my day. Yeah. Don't oh, get talked man. into something. I go,
1: No, it's she coming. She has back it to on, haunt me. on recording that you've said that. So That's she could definitely play it back.
0: However, she also knows whenever I happen to be in that category and I'm playing all the songs, she knows it makes me cry. And then I think about it. I don't think she would take that away from me. Do you? I don't know. If, if we asked
1: her right now at 12, <laughs> she's uh, got quite the attitude. So she might.
0: True. We have a few years of the, the middle school, high school years, we got to oh muscle boy. through and keep this relationship strong.
1: <laughs> we're moving out to um, some property and I t- teased her the other day and said, I'm going to make a teenage hut for, and all the kids have to live in the hut during no, their No, we're not making years. a te-
0: it's going to be a, it's going to be a love shack is what it's going to be. We're oh, you think I'm letting a, the
1: boyfriends out there? No, like, no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> it's like, no, no. Okay. So since we're on this category, <laughs> I want to share something. Sweet that happened at this event. It wasn't last weekend, but it was the weekend before. Uh, so the way I always MC the my favorite. I mean, I do a lot of MCing, obviously over the course of the night, over the course of a of, of a of a wedding day. Mm-hmm. Some events more, some events less. But my favorite one. You know what my favorite one is, right? When I oftentimes the father of the bride is dancing with the bride right after the first dance, and the way I MC it is, let's say the guy's name is Jonathan, the groom. I'll say, they'll finish. I'll say, and gentlemen, our bride and groom. Yay. Everyone claps. And I'll say, Jonathan, this is the only time tonight anyone was going to ask you to step away from your beautiful bride. And I would like to invite the first man in her life to join our bride on the dance floor. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes there's an, aw, a very audible, aw. And I always want to say that's the correct response. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yep. But I do it intentionally because oftentimes if the bride is a daddy's girl and her and her dad are close, and I've talked to dads and just when I bring it up during dinner, like, hey, you're, down. I'm gonna, I always say, I'm going to need you for a dance in a bit. And I go, not with me. That'd be awkward. Who's going to lead? Right. And then we giggle about it. Me, two full grown men giggling about a dance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I can see it sometimes in their face. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm barely holding it together already on yeah. my daughter's wedding day. And so when I MC it like that, it just goes right in the feels like, oh, get some right where they, and I've had dads walking on the dance floor that are already bawling. I'm like, don't start, because you're going to start, then I start, everybody else starts. But anyway, it's a beautiful moment, and especially if the bride and dad are close, and I just like, I butter them all up, right, with that comment. So, this, uh, two weekends ago, a bridesmaid came up, and she goes, you know what, my friend was dancing with her dad out there, and it was so emotional, she goes, I texted my dad and told him I loved him during the dance, and I was like, come (laughs) on. I was like, that was more emotional than I wanted it to be, apparently, but. Yeah. Yeah. Was, well, was, you were
1: you were healing hearts mm-hmm. across
0: the country. It wasn't like she had a bad relationship. She just wanted to tell her dad she loved him. Oh,
1: okay. She was just expressing. Yeah. She was how just like, you, was I just got like, you. Oh, I
0: miss my dad. I want to text him because that's how it was. Just the thing. Like if you're yeah. close with your parents, which you know is great if you are, but it's like if you miss them or whatever in this moment made you miss your dad, you're like, oh, well, let me text my dad real quick. I love yeah. you. I was like, oh, that's sweet.
1: Well, let's flip the coin though. What if you aren't? Right, so oh, that's it, that comes up a lot too. Right? I, well, I was going to say, like, that is definitely part of today's conversation, right? So, um, a lot of times we get approached by couples, and they're like worried about this because either shines a light on the fact that maybe someone has passed, or they have um, estranged. Mm-hmm. you know, parental relationships. Maybe they have a step-parent instead. So there's all there Also, sorts of, that's
0: another one that comes up a lot. Yeah, there's to all to sorts actual of dynamics. Dad and stepdad will be there or step and actual mom.
1: Right. So there's no wrong or right way to do these things, right, guys? So we really want to, you know, kind of drive that home that not every family is made up the same. And so there's no cookie cutter, you know, plan for this. Um, you've got to do what feels right for you and- really think through, you know, is this something I want to do or am I feeling pressured to do it for other reasons, right?
0: Yeah. And it is, it's a, it's a lot. And the way I always say it is not everybody's family is a Norman Rockwell painting, right? Where it's like, oh, it's all perfect. It comes up often where it is like both parents are together, everybody's fine. But then there's other couples where I say, hey, are your folks still together? Because as a MC, I want to make sure I don't say, let's get the bride's parents out here. And everybody's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. let's see. Like, go ahead, DJ, walk on that landmine. Yeah, But there have been couples that have said, or brides or grooms have said like, okay, well, my parents haven't been in the same room together since they divorced when I was six. And I go, okay, so let's, let's talk about the seating chart. <laughs> like, make sure they're not sitting next to each other. But, um, but it depends. Usually people check that drama at the door for right. your wedding day and they know they're not there. They're there to support you and your big day not to bring some drama from whatever back in there. Yes, Fingers let's crossed. Hope. Let's hope that happens. So,
1: so let's, let's paint the picture here. If you do have, for example, dad, actual and dad, stepdad, mm-hmm. right. Um, this comes up where, you know, the bride might say, well, I want to dance with both of them, mm-hmm. but what do I do? I don't want to be out there for 10 minutes, you know, doing two full songs. What do you recommend in this situation?
0: Well, we'll talk about the song length and all that and where to put the songs in a minute. But since you brought it up, I usually say, cause sometimes I say, Well, I'm gonna split the song. I'm gonna sure. start with my dad I'm use and use the then same song in halfway yeah, through. Right? Halfway through I'm gonna have stepdad come out and cut in. And just by nature of how they know each other, that relationship is very possible and probably maybe a little contentious, right? Maybe a little mm-hmm. maybe a little heated, perhaps, right? Maybe. Um yeah, maybe not. Maybe everybody gets along great, which is fantastic if people are can do that, but that's it's hard, right? You're talking about family stuff and feelings and all that stuff. Um, so uh, what I usually suggest is pick two songs, right? You're talking about, like you said, it's not 10 minutes over the course of your night. It's really, you're talking about probably six or combining both dances. So I usually start with bride and dad, actual, biological dad, and I MC it just like I did. Uh, and then at the end of that song, I'll say, ladies and gentlemen, our bride and her dad. Yay, Everybody claps. And then I'll, uh, they'll hug it out and as he's walking off the dance floor, I'll say, there's another gentleman who is important to our bride. I would like to invite her stepfather to join her on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. And as he walks out, I'll start the song and I'll say, ladies and gentlemen, our bride dancing with her stepdad and have a different song because it's a different relationship. You can pick two different songs because the song, my little girl talks about dad there from right. birth. Whereas that if, if you're if you're not dancing with your actual dad, he's not in your life, but you are dancing with stepdad, that song doesn't work because he wasn't exactly. there when he was. So, So that's a whole part of the process of picking a song, which is another whole podcast by itself, I think. But I think just split the songs. And while we're on the topic, you don't need to do the full song.
1: Right. Of either of them, right? Of of any song,
0: even your first dance. If you're really not the center of attention type, which comes up a lot when somebody tells me that, I write that down because there's several times over the course of the night where you don't need to be like, "Ah, no. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You don't need that moment. It can no. be more subdued, especially if they're subtle. not that yes, couple, you're right? You're going to
1: make them mortified.
0: So if you follow us on social media, and you always, always see me like, and hey, now the husband, what? You're like, and you're like, no, I don't like it. You don't have to do it. You don't have and to. And he do does
1: it. not do that if that is the couple he's dealing with, right?
0: I do the put the ear ups I can't hear you. What's up in the balcony?
1: One more time. <laughs> I've never seen you. No, do I've do
0: never. That. <laughs> that was uh, for Jack. Our. our our DJ friend? Our, our British DJ friend in Dallas.
1: hmm um, Yeah, so you definitely don't have to dance to the whole song. And what do you recommend, though, as a song length? Just in general, like how much song should they shoot for?
0: Yeah, well, we say, this has come up before, and um, for those of you that have listened to every one of our podcasts, sorry if things get redundant, but there's things that they come up and they pertain, some, and we so. don't want to skip over it if somebody didn't hear that one, but they heard this one. So we shoot for two minutes. Because if you've hired a professional photographer or videographer and you invited all your guests from all over the country to come here for this day, one of the things they're there to see is like, oh, this is a big moment, your first dance, right? Mm -hmm. And even though you're like, oh, my God, give me 30 seconds to get me out of there. I'm like, 30 seconds is a blink of an eye. I mean, because you got to think just walking onto the dance floor can take some of that, which is something you can do. Sometimes if they're like, we don't want the full song, I go, I will literally start the song as you are getting up and coming on the dance floor, just to get a little bit more of the song, right? Right. But um, but once you get out there, we shoot for two minutes because you will have spent most of cocktail hour doing your, your stage shots, right? The drop your chin, lower your bouquet, sh- relax your shoulders. Okay, ready, bring in the, his side, her side, cousins, all that stuff. But then on the dance floor, they want the organic pictures. They want sure. the smile. You're looking at each other. You're singing the song, maybe some tears. You have a really natural smile as opposed to like, what is that smile? What, what is, what is that? That's not well, natural. Hopefully,
1: hopefully they don't have that Yeah, smile but it's hard. <laughs> Sometimes
0: it's hard because you've been smiling for an hour. I always tell my couples, you'll never be asked to smile more in your life than on your wedding day. Right. It's True. so much, but on the first dance, I mean, I've had couples that just forget that everyone else is even there and they're just looking at each other with that really pure beauty. Here we are. We're married. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's, But they want to capture, but you got to give them two minutes to get it because they're going to wait as you turn a little bit. Maybe they can see her, but not him. Wait, wait, turn. Oh, there's both their faces, and they catch him. And or maybe they're waiting just a couple more seconds, and that fire extinguisher will be out of the shot, or the trash can, or (laughs) the exit sign. Yeah, they can. But I mean, sometimes they want to. They're just there's a lot going on in the mind of a photographer or videographer. They look at all that stuff, right? Um, but you shoot for two minutes, right? Right.
1: No, and that is definitely ideal. Something I'm going to touch on, and I don't think we talked about talking about this, but I'm going to bring it up. Uh, What if the couple, and we're speaking specifically about first dance, wants to choreograph a dance, right? And take lessons and all that good stuff. So we're on two sides of the fence here, I think. I think it's really sweet, and I think it can help ease some stress if you feel more confident out there dancing together. And you don't have to make this big production, but at least you know kind of what you're getting into. And I know you you That's very true on this.
0: No, but I mean it's... If you want to go and learn how to do a twirl and a dip, right? That's or you what I'm want saying. To learn just some simple stuff. But if you go in with a song that your DJ has spliced up for you or your, 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 your dance instructor has a song that sure. they, they put together a track, cause this comes up a lot and you've choreographed the whole thing. I, that can be so stressful and so much right. pressure on a couple, especially if one of you can dance and the other one can't. Mm-hmm. If your groom has got two left feet, because this happens, I mean, I, and it's so clearly in my head. I was before the ceremony, I was micing up my groom. and i go, like, how are you feeling? He goes, when's our first dance? And I'm like, he was so wrapped around the axle for his first dance. He couldn't, he was about to walk down the aisle. He couldn't even focus on that. He was so stressed about that well, dance. Well, let's
1: think about it this way. Because professional performers, dance performers, get nervous and stressed <laughs> before they perform, right? So you're adding that on top of your wedding day. It's a lot. And so we just talk about making sure it's still enjoyable. It's still... Yes, it, you know, it's Don't, still emotional yeah. that moment, right?
0: Because the other thing I've seen sometimes is uh, let's say the bride can dance and the groom can't because that comes up sometimes. Not always. I love it when the groom's like, I'll be on the dance floor if you need me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's like the bride, the groom is out there going like, one, two, three, one, two, three. And you can just see him mouthing the steps. And he's not even in the moment. He's just focused on where yeah. am I supposed to do next? And the bride's nodding him like, good, good. It can be so awkward. and I'm like, oh, so if you, if neither of you can dance and you're too stressed about it, and again, I'm, hopefully we don't get any heat from all the dance instructors are like, you're, you're hurting my business. I go, no, no, It's a whole thing, but it's a beautiful moment, right? Yes. And if the two of you just sit there and stare at each other and sing the song to each other, oh my God, when they sing the song, when they sing the song to each it's other, it just sweet. crushes me, but it's a beautiful moment. Just pretend like you're in fifth grade, just hold on to each other and like sway <laughs> back and forth.
1: Well, I uh, think, I think it's nice to have a little preparation. So sure. I'm going to, you know.
0: Yeah. And I think if you go in with just like teach us a few things we can put in, a twirl is not hard. A dip is not hard. And there's things to be doing, things to be saying about where should I be holding her? Where should my footing be? Because if you're not used to it, people will be dropped. People will fall. And you don't want that. That is not what you want. You don't want to settle and say like, oh, I've had a few drinks and now I'm like, you know what? We've never tried this, but. Let's do a dip. You're like, oh my God, let's do the lift. Don't do the lift.
1: No, no. I think it's definitely uh, something to consider Um, and you can take it as far as you want.
0: For sure. And again, you know the two of you and your Mm -hmm. skills and your nervous levels. (laughs) Is that a thing? How nervous you'll be? Um, Where are we going now? Let's talk about like when to do these dances because that's a thing. This is like one of the big decision points in your timeline. Right. Um,
1: And we've talked about this before. Yeah, we have for sure.
0: But since we're talking about it, Uh, usually ceremony, cocktail hour, introductions. Introductions and then right into first dance or do we sit and eat?
1: Well, you can do either one. There's no right or wrong, right? It's kind of like, I see it about 50-50. Either we go introductions into the first dance and then we do the other dances or sometimes they go introductions, first dance and then we do parent dances later.
0: After we eat. Mm -hmm.
1: After we eat. Or the other option then is to go introductions, eat do all the dances afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are kind of your three main categories of when you would do these dances. Um, And there's no right or wrong. One thing I like to say is you may want to consider how hungry people will be. And I know that sounds weird, but like if you're not serving any appetizers or you don't have anything offered during cocktail hour, people are going to be hungry and they're going to come into the room and they're going to sit down. And if they have to sit through all three dances they're just not going to be the same level of attention and
0: yeah, you don't they're not going to be with
1: you there. They're going to be hungry. And so they won't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's true.
0: You don't want them. You don't want their energy to be like, oh God, now she's dancing with dad. I'm hungry. Yeah, I've been smelling not this barbecue for the past hour and I want to eat. Right. Yeah. You don't want them. You don't want them hangry. You don't want hangry guests because guest your guest experience is a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like we've done, we a, did a whole topic, we've done a whole yeah, topic whole on podcast. that because, and that's a thing, like, um, because think about yourselves. You've probably been a guest at some of this similar mm-hmm. scenario, and where was your headspace at? so think about the guest some people don't care and you really you shouldn't care but
1: no you should you should care but
0: <laughs> it's something that's like do what you want to do, but it's something to consider it's all in the big yes. in the hopper right all in there together and you slush it around or whatever works
1: each thing is a factor right so you know your vision combined with your guests' mm-hmm. experience yeah. Um, They should each be considered. So that's the three main kind of like times you can do them. Um, As we mentioned before, too, you know, if you are serving appetizers and your event is earlier, a little bit earlier in the day, so that like you can get to what we would consider dinner time in a timely manner, then yes, maybe you want to do your first dance and the parent dances
0: beforehand. Summer events tend to be later true because the the daylight is more agreeable <laughs> but in the winter in the shorter days like people tend to move it up because they're like well it's gonna Run be dark we gotta like we yeah. gotta get these pictures so then that that comes up a lot so that's another thing that maybe that gets factored in like mm-hmm. well we're gonna be eating really early in the day and some people are like man i just had lunch and where are you getting dinner that happens too yep um but then the other side of it is like wait on the timeline we're not eating till 8 30 like oh my gosh yeah. like that we put the kids to bed at eight <laughs> sometimes in the school. <laughs> I we go try. to bed at eight. We try. Oh, yeah. You're past at it. Um, <laughs> So that's a thing. But um, the other thing people talk about is the energy level in the room, meaning your introductions are like, here they are. That's newlyweds. And you're like, it's a hooray moment. And then your first dance tends to be an aww moment, right? And how do you make that transition from the room? People, it's not like people are like, oh, I can't handle the emotion of roller coaster. It's not, it's not really a thing. But the way I handle that, if you want to go right into your first dance, is, once everybody gets in the room, you're like, one more time for the bride and groom. Woo! And I'm like, okay, that was awesome. And I go, wedding party, thanks for being awesome. You can grab your seats. And people kind of, sometimes they stand up. I'm like, everybody grab your seats, settle in. And then I'll kind of MC and say, ladies and gentlemen, our bride and groom have decided to do their first dance now. So please direct your attention to the dance floor. And as people are kind of, like I said, settling in, but I'm like dancing together for the first time as husband and wife, Mr. and Mrs. Fournier.
1: Ooh, right. That was us. That's us.
0: And then we go into that. So we do separate a little bit. Um
1: But the other thing is there's something to consider. Sometimes in the events we do, the couple wants that bigger energy for their first dance. And I'll tell you when that's appropriate. Like they'll do maybe a dancing on the clouds effect. They'll do um, cold sparks and stuff. I mean, there are those versions of a first dance. Maybe they are choreographed, right? It's more of a performance that they're sure. looking to do. Um, so that, tends to make sense, I think, to do intros into that first dance because you've got that energy level. You're already there, right? Mm-hmm. So it's something to be considered kind of where you want, you know, are you doing something more simple and sweet or are you doing this big?
0: Yeah, but elaborate. I think most of the time you've got your introductions is a hooray moment and your first dance is an awe moment. And again, but it's not hard. It's not hard because that's a, it's a thing. But the other thing is about the couple. I always look at the two of you mm-hmm. and I always say bride and groom because it's kind of muscle memory. But and I hope I'm not offending anybody by saying that because we know there's two brides, two grooms. It's yep. just love. We support love in any way shape or form, right? Um so anyway, uh the other things that people sometimes bring up are I've had brides tell me like I want to get this dance out of the way because I'm nervous about it. They want to do it right after introductions. I am I'm clumsy, I don't want to eat, and then spill something on my dress, and then that's going to be in the pictures. Mm-hmm. so that's a thing. Another girl said, I get bloated after I eat, I don't want it to be dead. I'm yeah. like, oh, these are all very logical, good reasons. They are. Um, another one, for a lot of times during COVID, they were live streaming stuff, and the live streaming only had a certain number, they only had a certain window, and they wanted to have people at home see them do the first dance, so Absolutely. that was another great reason. But the other thing is, you will have been on during the ceremony, during cocktail, you're on, you're like, you're in front of the camera doing all those pictures. It's not like it's a, oh, just sit back and relax. You're you're like, you're like in front of the camera and things are happening. So there's something to be said about being introduced in the room and sit down and kind of go, okay, catch your breath, get a drink, get some food, look at your ring and go, look what happened, husband. (laughs) I say that all the time. I'm sure I've said
1: that before. Oh my God. So many podcasts. But
0: you're true. It's like you've gotten married and like your first dance would have already been done and all the stuff that's happened. So sometimes people, I tell people like, do you want to catch your breath, right? You want to sit down mm-hmm. and kind of go, okay. And then maybe you have the toast, maybe you cut the cake and then you do your first dance. But there's something to be like...
1: said for the fact that the wedding day is kind of a not catch your breath kind of day. It is. <laughs> but, no, there but is, I mean, you are on period. It is that kind of a go, you know. And, no, not oh. necessarily.
0: You're saying when you're standing at the altar is the same as when you're sitting down during dinner.
1: No, I'm not it's saying not. that. I'm that just saying that things go from one to the next to the next relatively but, quickly. But
0: when you're just sitting at your table, whether it's sweetheart table or head table, and everyone's in line at the buffet, that is not the same pressure as when you're on the dance floor for your first dance, right? No, I mean that, not that's the not, same pressure.
1: But that, yeah, I, I, I know what attention. you're saying.
0: It's not the same. You're not the focal point. You're definitely there's hard to hide as the bride <laughs> in the room. <laughs> that's right. You're, you're the say. center of attention. So it's hard if you're this not the center of attention type. It's a hard day to avoid it, but there are things you can do, right? But um, but there's times when you can, like, even during cocktail hour, if you're, like, sometimes they go, oh, let me go bustle my dress. You can catch your breath, take a minute, drink some water, have a drink. Maybe if you have a signature drink. You're like, go oh, give me a drink, right? I want right. to have a drink. There's moments where you can kind of catch your breath. and uh, Or when couples are like, I've told them, like, how are we doing? You know, cause on the timeline, like you and I have both done this on the timeline, it says we're supposed to be doing the toast right now, mm-hmm. but they're like, I just have these last two tables on this side of the room. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, of course. There's definitely stuff those two
1: on the timeline that can be adjusted and then stuff that can't or shouldn't really. Yeah. So, and we've talked about that in a previous episode. So, um, let's talk too about kind of go back to parent dances. Mm-hmm. And what if like one parent is not in the picture or, you don't want to dance with one parent, like the bride, da- dad, they're estranged, right? But then- But mom groom, and groom. Yes.
0: Yeah. So you mean both sides, like his his mom has dreamt about this dance with her son exactly. forever, but you and dad aren't close or he's not there. And so the yeah, reason that's the, a, that can be a thing too, because then it's, now it's lopsided. Well, right? it's
1: lopsided. And what stresses people out, I think, is him dancing with- mom, they think like, oh, now it's shining this big light on the fact that I'm not dancing with my dad. Yeah. Right?
0: I mean that's there's something to be said about that. There is.
1: And because in people's minds, I guess, in the the way the day goes, they think like automatically there's gonna be a father daughter dance. But really we're here to tell you like your family and friends are there to support you and your relationship and your union. And I just I don't think people are judging as much as people think they are.
0: Yeah, I mean it's hard not to think that you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> uh, I think it's just why people get nervous too. Like the maid of honor is like beside herself. She's like, "I'm so nervous." I go, "Yeah," but when you're in the audience looking at somebody else give a toast, you're not up there like critiquing them. No, it's just a natural thing when you're in front of the crowd. You're just like, ah, just you get nervous and you think everybody's sizing you up and digging and and looking at every nook and cranny. And yeah, right. it, but people aren't. I think I think they don't do it as much as society thinks they do. You know? Sure,
1: sure. But the one of the best ways to really kind of ease that, I think, is to be prepared, right? And to talk these things through um, with either your vendor team or your family, like whoever's helping you out. And, you know, just don't wing it because that really adds to the stress level. Like, oh, we'll figure it out on the day of whether or not we're doing the dance. Like that can bring dynamics into the mix that you don't want. Like, for example, maybe in your head, you're not doing the parent dances, but your parents think you are, right? You need to have that conversation beforehand so that it doesn't blow up at the wedding.
0: Oh, that comes up a lot. Not usually with the parent dances. That's something you usually talk through, but I've had parents come up and say, Hey, DJ, when when, when are you doing the money dance? I go, mm-hmm. they don't want to, they told me they don't want to or do the the bouquet money. I asked them, yeah. Hey, let's go DJ. When are we throwing the bouquet? Like we're not doing that. And they're like, what right and not the bouquet and garden really usually that's some random aunt that comes up like i'm just Let's saying go, dj and i'm like thank a- you random aunt like we talked through this i'm not up here just deciding on behalf of the couple right what we're doing and what we're not we've talked through it uh but the money man is nothing they're like what what do you mean we're like and they've got the they've got the bin or they've got the boots and they're ready to and i'm like we're not you got to go talk to the couple about that but yeah. th- this discussion is happening during your event and it shouldn't
1: right that's why you want to you know, if you yeah. know that your family thinks the money dance is going to happen, you need to make it clear that that's not happening. So, um, just so that you headed off at the pass and you don't have these awkward conversations. But you're
0: right. It has come up where it's like, you don't want somebody six months afterwards just to still be mad at you because, well, you didn't, you didn't dance with me at your wedding. And I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, cause man, people He's hang be that. mad. No, I'm just saying like, if mom wanted to dance and you decided we're not doing parent dances.
1: Oh, and you didn't tell And them.
0: then six months later, your mom or your mother-in-law is still mad at you because she thinks <laughs> you're the one that talked him out of not having a dance yeah. with his mom. That's like, that's a thing, right? And you're talking about, again, three minutes out of the night for each dance-ish, give or take, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but so one thing you can do, let's say groom and mom are really close, bride and dad are not, right? right? Uh, or for whatever reason, you don't want to dance with dad, but he really wants to dance with mom or mom really wants to dance with her him. Um, so. You can do the first dance and maybe you open the dance floor, right? And so mm-hmm. you dance for a little while, half hour, four to five minutes. And then you have a, this is what I've done before. I'm like, so uh, our groom and his mom are really close. They really want to have a dance. So y'all can come out and join them, you know, and you just do a slow song that's appropriate for the two of you or a song that two of you pick a little later in the night. And sometimes people don't come out. It's yeah. still just your dance, the two of them, because people sometimes are like, oh, I feel they obvious. feel even awkward. when I've MCed it, like, come on, come on, join them. Y'all come on, join them. And they're just like, no, we're not going to mm-hmm because that happens sometimes too. And while we're on this topic, if you think it's a good idea to say, halfway through groom and mom to invite all the other sons and their moms out here, I'm telling you that does not work. Mm -hmm. How many people are there with their parents, first of all? Probably some cousins, that's about it, right? Right. But that's a small fraction. Halfway through the dance, if I say, you know what, let's bring all the moms and their sons out here, or dads and their daughters out there. Mm people will not come out because they're afraid they're interrupting
1: Well, first your of all, dance. They're, they're afraid, they didn't they're, expect it, they didn't so expect they don't know what's it. going on really, and they don't know if it's appropriate, they, they feel weird. Yeah,
0: they're looking around, this is what they all said, they're looking around like, and first of all, And there's not that
1: many of them there. Yeah, are, first
0: of all, there's a girl going like, well, where's dad? He's somewhere. Where, is he at the bar? Is he outside smoking? Yeah. Where's dad? And then, even if they're sitting right there, they, they're on the edge of the dance floor, they might step out and stop and look around like, is anybody, is anybody else going like, what? Mm-hmm. And then, if people do start to come out, by the time they come out, the song is over. And then yes. it's awkward. And then we're yes. kicking everybody off and inviting the groom and his mom out. So I try to talk people out of that because if you think through it, again, it's, human it's nature. It's very sweet sentiment. It's very sweet, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Right. It doesn't work well.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and me, I'm
0: very rarely do I tell people. I was going to say, don't we do don't, do don't but ever one, tell I people. I try to really talk people out of that because it doesn't work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a good point because those things need to be planned out. People need to be prepared and know what's happening. And you can't just on the fly, come on out with your, yeah, it just doesn't happen. The other thing that happens,
0: sometimes like there's a, they're, they're doing a mashup and they're going to go into a fast song. And at the end of that song, like at at the end of it, we're going to go into September and then I want you to invite everybody out. People still are hesitant to come out Mm -hmm. because they're like, wait, they feel
1: like they're they're, interrupting.
0: Yeah. It's, it's very hard. It's challenging.
1: Yeah. So just something to to consider. Um, if you guys need songs for these dances, where can they find those?
0: Well, we have a little thing <laughs> right here, except that we'd lean into more. We're not going to talk too much about the actual songs because yeah. we've done those. There's a podcast on that. We can go back. We talked about our favorite in each category, mm-hmm. but, um, but this is available for download. This is our music planner. And just in the parent section alone, because the, I swear people download this thing just for the parents, just dances. for the parents, because it starts with bride and dad, then it goes groom and mom, then it goes bride and mom, because that's a thing. Mm -hmm. If you are really close with your mom, there's no reason you can't have a dance with your mom too and include it like, it's very true. So I usually do first dance, bride and dad, then I'll say, you know, mom went to all the tastings, she went to all the meetings, she was there at the dress feeding and the big day finally arrives. The dress feeding? The dress fitting. sorry. (laughs) The big day finally arrives and dad gets a dance and mom's on the sideline. So if you want to, once dad's finished and walks off, I go, you know what? Our bride wants to dance with her mom. Mom, come on out, join our bride. And there's a few songs on here and there's a bunch of songs at work for just for that moment, right? It's perfect. It's perfect. And then the last category on this music planner is other, meaning are you dancing with a stepdad? Are you dancing with a brother? Are you dancing with an uncle? Are you dancing with grandpa? Like what song works for that? Yeah. So, And all those categories, they work well for the parent dances as well. They're just not specifically written for that relationship. And some of these songs have been written for bride and mom, groom and mom. Right. And dad, right. There's yeah. a lot, and you could probably rattle off a bunch in your head without even being in this industry. Lord knows I can, but, yes. um, but it can be hard to try to find that perfect song that fits that relationship. You know? Right. Whoever yeah. that, per- whomever that person is. So whomever, that
1: whoever. download is $30. It's available for download in our shop. There's some other downloadable, um, helpful tools there too. Just to remind you guys, we do virtual planning. You can find that at the wedding it's co, it's.co not.com. Um, we appreciate you following us on TikTok, on Instagram. You can watch these episodes on YouTube or listen to them wherever you podcast. So let's...
0: You talked about hot mess. My hair looks great. No, I am a hot mess. That. I've
1: been looking at myself Bam. in the camera this whole time. And really, you guys, <laughs> just please just listen to this episode. Don't watch it. Yeah,
0: people are going to go to the episode now just to see like... <laughs> what God, does she look like? You look fabulous. Oh, you're very sweet.
1: You have oh, to say wow. that.
0: I had a birthday yesterday.
1: You did. He did have a birthday. Happy birthday to you.
0: We have a thing in our house where, if you guys know Bruno Mars' song, he has a song called Perm. It's like, it's your birthday. And he goes, no, it's not. Uh, so uh, we play it in the morning occasionally. We're getting mm-hmm. ready. A random thing. We'll ask the talking cylinder. I don't want to say it because it might turn. Oh, you said it. You just activated people's Alexas across the world. But anyway, and then <laughs> there's another right. spot where it's like, do you want an autograph for you and your friends? go up to my apartment. That's where I keep my pen, right? So on on my birthday, our first grader was going into this school and it was autograph day. He wears a school shirt and they go in with a Sharpie and everybody writes their name on their shirt. On it's their the birds, shirt. Yeah. So I'm like, Grayson, this song is perfect for today because it is my birthday and you need a pen to go in for autograph day.
1: Yes. That's what we do. Our whole life is matching songs with moments.
0: Bam. <laughs> it's an art form. It is.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, so let's end this the way we always do.
0: I can't talk about the kids more. Okay. It's a very personal day. So uh, you've heard me say this a million times. Don't let somebody talk you into something you don't want to do or talk you out of something you have your heart set on. So, and if you need to bring other people into the conversation, because parent dances, you can be like, I don't know, ask your mom what song, which this, because there's a good chance there's a song that as your dad sang to you when you were little, and he's always thought, oh, this would be the song I would dance with. So ask, they may have a song in their head already. So it doesn't need your heart if they have a song already. True.
1: That's not how we end the podcast every week, but no. that was extra. But I said it.
0: <laughs> I said the extra part. Okay. But it is a personal day. And so, like I said, if whatever your relationships are with your parents or whoever that person is that's going to fill in and dance with you, then you you do, do that. You. Yeah. yeah. It's not always, uh, you know, ideal. Perfect. Perfect. True below kiss.
1: We should. Happy wedding planning, y'all. Good luck out there. Bye. <laughs>
0: Hey, so thanks for listening to our podcast if you found any of this information helpful and you know someone who may be engaged or is a maid of honor maybe you could tell them and share it with a friend
1: absolutely so screenshot this episode share it on Instagram on Facebook and tag the wedding duo we promise to share the love back also if you are interested in more resources or the show notes you can go to the we have one-on-one virtual sessions a shop all sorts of fun stuff Check it out.